Grant and Andrew are registered representatives with securities offered through GF Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Grant is an investment advisor representative with investment advisory services offered on a fee basis through Global Financial Private Capital, LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. This is the Global Wealth Show with Retirement News Network's Megan Mosak and Global Wealth Management founders Andrew Costa and Grant Connus. Andrew and Grant have been featured in the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, and Newsweek. Co-authors of the book, Ultimate Success Guide, they are South Florida's financial advisors. This is the Global Wealth Show. Hey there, it's Megan Mozak from the Retirement News Network, and I'm here with South Florida's financial advisors, Grant Connis and Andrew Costa, the founders of Global Wealth Management. With convenient meeting locations in Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, Miami, and West Palm. You can give them a call today at 888-6-GLOBAL. That's 888-645-6225. There was a really great story I read recently in the Wall Street Journal, and it's about a man from Tokyo. He was recognized and awarded for being the oldest living man by the Guinness World Records, and he's 111 years old. He's got five kids. He loves to read. He loves Chinese poetry. And he really needed very little assistance as he switched his chairs at the ceremony. And he stated in the interview after the ceremony that he really thinks he's got a couple more good years in him. He was really cute. So a centenarian, that's someone who lives to or beyond 100 years old. And it's estimated there were 23,000 centenarians in 1950. Do you know how many there are in the world today? Well, at last count, there are over 300,000. And more than 53,000 of them live in the United States. That is really an astounding number. So, Andrew, I'm sure that number is only going to get bigger from here. How does that affect our retirement and how we plan for it? Well, Megan, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, we are all living longer, and that's definitely a fact. We're living a lot longer, as you stated. And what that means is that you have to plan for a much, much longer retirement. And you have to make your money last 25, 30, even 40 years, because the last place you want to be is in your late 70s, 80s, or even 90s, you know, full of life and and just flat broke. How long will you live? How will you you make your money work for you and, and generate enough money in retirement? And if you live to be age 85, 90, or 100 years old, will your money last as long as you do? That's the big question. And and that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. We're going to reveal a number of surefire strategies on how to generate income that will last as long as you do. If you're recently retired or within five years of retiring, this is going to be a great show for you today. Most people, they have a retirement gentleman like a 401k or an IRA, and they've saved, they've invested for their retirement. But they really don't have a strategy to turn that money into income in their retirement. Grant, can you tell me about the critical differences between saving for retirement and generating income in retirement? Sure, Megan. Actually, that's a big difference, and and oftentimes it's overlooked uh, quite a bit, we find, in our practice. But you have basically two phases of your financial life. You have that accumulation phase of your life, and that's saving you know, for retirement, building your nest egg, trying to get to this place called retirement. And then from there on, you have what's called the capital preservation and income phase of your life. And that's when you want to make your money last as long as you do. 
and you want to generate income from your investments over time. And it's really important to understand what phase of your life that you're in and if there's any adjustments that need to be made in terms of whether you're, let's call it you're in your 60s or 70s, but you're invested like you're in your 30s and 40s. And that's a big mistake that we find. And kind of the leading factor here is, you know, people work with an accumulation specialist when you're saving for retirement and you're, you maybe you're buying a mutual fund every month and you're putting $100 in or $1,000 and you're in growth type of investments. Well, they don't switch over to that capital preservation and income phase when they need to. And it's kind of like we always use the example. It's kind of like going to the family doctor. You know, when you're in your 30s or 40s and you're sick or your kids are sick, you're going to go see that family doctor and they're going to take care of every single need. Well, when you reach your 60s, 70s or 80s, other things start going wrong. Maybe you're going to go see a cardiologist for your heart or an orthopedic for your hip or your knee. You're going to go see a specialist. Well, it's the same thing with your finances. That accumulation specialist might have gotten you to this place called retirement. But once you're there or you're within that red zone five to 10 years out from retirement, it's time to see that capital preservation and income specialist. So all in all, I think it's very important to understand the differences between the two and make sure you're on track and you're working with that capital preservation and income specialist for that second part of your life. You know, Megan, this kind of this conversation actually kind of reminds me of some clients that we worked with recently, Bob and Nancy, and they were in their mid 60s and they came in to see us and they had just retired here from South Florida. And they had about a million dollars saved for retirement, mutual funds, stocks, bonds, and they had a variable annuity. And they were in this similar situation where they had accumulated their entire life and they were wanting to get more conservative and, and kind of flip into that mode, that capital preservation and income phase of their life that I was just speaking of. And you know what we found out was in their current portfolios, they were taking on risk. They, they had the potential of losing 35% of their nest egg if they went through another market sell-off. So Here's that accumulation phase where they're in the growth part of their life and they were trying to make that switch. And they didn't think that they, in fact, needed to do that, but they wanted a second opinion on that. We also found out that they were only generating, if they were to take income from this million dollars, they were only going to generate about $20,000 a year or 2%. And so what we're able to do is shift them from that accumulation phase into the income phase. So we took them from a an investment portfolio that was going to lose about 35% a market sell-off to really where they were comfortable, not losing more than about 5% or maybe even 10% in a drastic year. But more importantly, we were able to increase their income from 2% to about 4.5%. So they were going to earn about $45,000 a year versus $20,000 from their investments. And when you added both of their social securities on top of that, they were in a position where you know, they were, had the potential of making about $75,000 a year in income, which was exactly what their goal was. So the most important thing, again, is understanding what phase of your life you're in, just like Bob and Nancy did. And then if there was an adjustment that needed to be made, like there was in their case, they were able to do so before it was too late. So I think that that's absolutely key to generating, you know, income and retirement safely. Now, Andrew, a long life can mean a long retirement where you don't receive a paycheck for 25, 30, sometimes even 40 years. So what steps should you take in order to plan for this? Well, Megan, there's a, there's a lot of different steps that you, you should be taking to plan for this long life expectancy and to plan to make sure that you never run out of money and, and you have the income you need in retirement. But a few of them are, and, and I would say the first one, the most important one would be to sit down with an advisor that specializes in financial and income planning and get a written retirement income plan put in place. 
don't sit down with someone that's going to, you know, sell you a bunch of investments and the classic, you know, broker type situation. Sit down and get a full written retirement income plan in place because that'll be home base for everything as far as making sure you have, you know, the income for this long retirement and receiving these paychecks in retirement. The second thing would be to make sure that the income that you're generating in this plan is being derived from interest and dividends only, or as much from interest and dividends as possible. Because what you don't want to do is rely on growth in retirement to meet your income needs. As we all know, the market doesn't always grow. So if it's not growing or it's flat, well, then now you're just pulling down your principal and, it, and it's called reverse dollar cost averaging. And it's one of the quickest ways that you can run out of money. So focus in and make sure that your income is being derived from interest and dividends. The third thing I would say would be make sure you guard against portfolio risk. I mean, if you're going to be living 20, 30, 40 years in retirement, you cannot be in a portfolio that could potentially drop by 20, 30, 40% in a real bad year. And unfortunately, we see so many retirees, dozens a week, that are taking on way too much risk and potentially could cut their, you know, let's say $500,000 that they've saved their whole life for down to 300 in just a bad market. And that's a recipe for disaster as well. So make sure you guard against portfolio risk. Plan for taxes, you know, rising taxes, healthcare, long-term care, all of those things. You want to make sure that's a part of it. Make sure you're saving enough. If you're pre-retiree and you still have some years left, make sure you're saving as much as you can. Make catch-up contributions if possible on your qualified accounts. That would be another thing. Have a, a reserve fund. Have funds in reserve that you can tap into if something unexpected happens. Don't tap into your retirement savings. And I would say, you know, keep expenses in check, you know, really analyze what you're spending money on and make sure you're not overspending. That would definitely be another thing. And I would say the final thing, as far as making sure that you never run out of money in this, in a, if you live a long retirement, is I was actually reading an article in Forbes and it talked about having a segment of your money in longevity annuities with income benefits, with guaranteed income benefits that will give you income for the rest of your life. I think that can be a huge thing to allocate 20, 30% of your funds into something that will guarantee to give you income for the rest of your life. And it was backed up by Forbes. So all of these things together really can help you in that situation. So how long will you live? How will you make your money work for you to generate income in retirement? And if you live to be 100 years old, will your money last as long as you do? Coming up next, more surefire strategies to ensure you never run out of money in retirement. Do you know how much you can afford to spend every month in retirement? And do you know with certainty that you'll have enough money to last you for the next 20 or 30 years? Believe me, this is no time for guesswork. Discover how to turbocharge your income in retirement and ensure your savings will last the rest of your life. With a complimentary customized retirement income analysis, if you have at least $250,000 saved for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now to get a complimentary customized retirement analysis at 888-6-GLOBAL. That's 888-645-6225. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. 888-6-GLOBAL. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. 
They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Global Financial Private Capital, GF Investment Services, or Global Wealth Management. This is the Global Wealth Show on the Retirement News Network. Hi, I'm Megan Mozak with the Retirement News Network. I'm alongside Grant Connis and Andrew Costa, South Florida's financial advisors. Grant and Andrew can help you get your retirement on the right track when you call them today. Their number, 888-6-GLOBAL. That's 888-645-6225. Today, we're focusing on lengthy lifespans and how living longer affects our retirement. With more people living well into their 90s, it's essential to be prepared for a very long retirement. And that's where the help of a trained professional comes in. So, Grant, tell me the difference between a stockbroker and a financial or retirement advisor and why it's so critical that you're looking at the whole picture for your retirement. Well, Megan, there's there's two different types of advisors in this industry, and there's there's really three different ways these advisors get paid for their services. So I thought I'd maybe lay that out. The first type of advisor is what they call a fiduciary advisor. And a fiduciary advisor, by law, is required to work in the best interest of the client at all times. And a fiduciary advisor is more like a financial planner, somebody that's going to put together that retirement income plan, make sure it's spelled out for you, and make sure that your money lasts for as long as you do. The other type of advisor is what's called a suitability broker. And this is more of a transactional type relationship. This is more the broker, the salesman type relationship. And what a suitability broker is required to do is what's suitable for the client. So if you have a certain net worth or income objective or risk tolerance, that broker can sell you that investment. That investment may or may not be in your best interest, but they can sell it to you if it all checks out accordingly. So those are the types of advisors. The fiduciary advisor is held to a much higher standard than that of the, uh, the suitability broker. And these advisors can get paid in various ways. The first type of advisor on that financial planning side, which would be the fiduciary advisor, is the fee-only advisor. And a fee-only advisor just simply charges a fee to put together a financial plan. That advisor is not going to stay around and manage the money. They're simply just going to charge a fee and hand the plan off to the client. So it's an independent approach to getting a financial plan done. The second type of advisor is that fee-based advisor. This is a financial planner. This is a fiduciary advisor. They charge a fee for putting a plan together, but they also stay on and implement and manage the plan on an ongoing basis. So it's for that client that's looking for an independent plan and they want to retain that advisor to manage and implement and then that ongoing relationship, if you will. And the third type of advisor is what's called a commission broker. And this is that suitability broker type relationship, more of a transactional you know, slash salesman type relationship. Yeah, you're going to have investment products, but those products may or may not be in your best interest. And that broker is really kind of a lot of times looking out for their best interest because they're selling the certain products that their firm, you know, approves or the ones that might be the best for them. So you never quite know. So we feel it's important to be working with a fiduciary advisor, a fee only or fee based advisor, advisor that's really going to sit on the same side of the table as you and charge a fee for their services. So their goals are aligned with that of the client. So hopefully that provides a little bit of clarity in terms of the different types of advisors available in this industry. Absolutely. And I know finding the right retirement planner, it can really be a game changer for people. Andrew, what should you look for in a retirement planner? Well, Megan, obviously it's it's going to be a little bit different with each individual, but 
I think the big thing you need to find is someone that you can trust. I mean, it's all really kind of comes down to that. And look for a financial advisor who is a planner. And I talked about this a bit ago, but make sure that they're putting together a plan for you. Consider a planner's pay structure. You know, a broker who earns, and Grant just talked about this, a broker who earns money based on commissions rather than flat hourly rates or a fee tied to your account balance could have an incentive to steer you in a, a particular direction. Read the code of ethics of your financial planner and what they adhere to as well. That's another thing. And look for the word fiduciary. Another thing Grant just talked about, fiduciary and, and language that requires planners to look after your best interest. See, to say it in another way, and, and it's kind of repeating what Grant just talked about, but when you're paying a fee based on the account value, the size of your account, let's call it 1%, and what happens is you both want the same thing, right? I mean, the advisor their fee is tied to the client's account value. So they obviously want that account value to grow or at least stay flat uh, in a down market because their fee is tied to it. If that account value goes down, then that hurts the not only the client, but it also hurts the advisor. So you're, like he said, it's you're on the same side of the table. You both want the same thing. So I think that's huge to make sure that you're in a fee-based arrangement with a fiduciary advisor and watch out for products, watch out for funds, watch out for you know, mutual funds, I should say. Uh, there's so many undisclosed fees. Watch out for unit investment trusts. I see so many Morgan Stanley accounts with unit investment trusts in them. It, it makes me sick. Um, you know, there's there's so many brokered bonds and, you know, high cost commissions and and whole life products get away from all that stuff. And sometimes you don't even know you have it. In fact, most of the times you don't. So that's so important to have that second opinion to really find out what you truly own and what you're truly paying. All those things together would be key. Do you know how much money you can afford to spend every month in retirement? And do you know with certainty that you'll have enough money to last you for the next 20, 30, or 40 years? Believe me, this is no time for guesswork. Discover how to turbocharge your income in retirement and ensure your savings will last for the rest of your life with a complimentary, customized retirement income analysis. This typically costs $500, and to get your income analysis at no cost to you, you should have at least $250,000 saved for retirement and be one of the first 10 callers right now to call 888-6-GLOBAL. That's 888-645-6225. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. Again, the phone number to call is 888 888- Six Global. This is 888-645-6225. I'm Megan Mozak with the Retirement News Network alongside Andrew Costa and Grant Connis. To set up a session with Andrew and Grant at one of their three convenient meeting locations in Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, Miami, or West Palm, log on to askglobalwealth.com or call the number that Grant just mentioned. That's 888-645-6225. Now, longevity is the biggest risk that people will face in retirement, hands down. Who wants to be in their 70s or 80s, feeling great, in terrific shape, but completely out of money? I know I don't. So, Grant, how can you prevent this from happening? Well, Megan, you're absolutely right. I mean, that is literally the number one fear of all retirees. In fact, I was actually reading an article, and what the article said is more people fear running out of their money during retirement than fear than they fear death. So I thought that was pretty interesting, kind of puts everything in perspective. You know, a couple of ways to prevent this from happening is transferring the risk of living too long can be accomplished by increasing or acquiring sources of lifetime income. 
you know, deferring your social security until age 70, that can result in a larger portion of one's retirement income to be payable for the rest of your life. Or better yet, you know, you can go through that social security analyzer that we talk about on the program to maximize your spousal benefits. And, you know, this can be much higher than one would normally think of by taking social security at face value. There's 500 ways to claim a social security check. So just thinking that there are three different ways, you could be leaving money on the table. The next thing you can look at is the different types of annuities that are available in the marketplace. You have life annuities and life annuities will basically pay you an income stream for the rest of your life and start that income right away. So a lot of times we sit down with clients that are saying, hey, I need to increase my income and I need to increase my income now. And they're going to look at a life annuity for that type of situation. Other type of annuities you can look at are deferred income annuities. And this is when you might be, let's say, in your mid 50s or 60s and you know you're going to retire in, say, five or 10 years. You can take a deferred annuity and then take a set amount of income later in life at a predictable date. So you know that you will never outlive your money but you know you have future guaranteed money coming in at a certain date later in life. And then finally, you can have deferred annuities where you're not going to take any income. And this would be more of like a death benefit or legacy type opportunity where you want to leave money to your kids or your grandkids or loved ones, if you will. And then finally, you want to set up a contingency fund. And a contingency fund can be built to address those longevity concerns as well as other risks that you might face in your life. And a contingency fund should be part of the overall solution but not all of the solution, of course. A contingency fund could be cash value of a life insurance policy. And you know, sometimes life insurance policies can be very attractive and it can be very attractive for tax-free benefits. You know, A lot of the clients that we work with that don't need to take required minimum distributions or don't need the required distributions from their IRAs, they oftentimes will purchase a life insurance policy with a death benefit and tax-free income if they want to take that out later in life. That can be used as a contingency fund. A Roth IRA can also be a great opportunity for a contingency fund because there's no taxes on the money that come out of an IRA and it can be passed along to beneficiaries very efficiently from a tax standpoint if need be. A lot of times we sit down with clients and a Roth conversion is a good opportunity for them because you know you, you can ask yourself the question, do you think taxes are going to be higher now or down the road? And obviously a lot of people think that down the road, taxes are going to be a lot higher. So you can kind of lock in that gain or the, that tax you know, status now. And then you want to make sure you're taking advantage of free money. And what I mean by that is you know, your 401k, if your company has a 401k, make sure that you're taking advantage of any type of matches for your 401k plan. And all of this together can really help assure that you don't run out of money in retirement, which is obviously the number one goal of all retirees. Longevity is a blessing and a curse. On one hand, you want to live a long and healthy life. On the other hand, you have to figure out how to pay for it. For just a small handful of people listening to the show today, I'm going to give you the opportunity to discover all of the different options you have to make your money work for you in retirement with our complimentary, customized retirement income master plan. In this plan, you'll discover Number one, exactly how and when to wring every nickel out of your Social Security benefits. Number two, all of your options on how to make your money work for you to generate income in retirement while minimizing your risk. Number three, how to insulate your savings from the rising cost of healthcare, higher taxes, and inflation, plus discover some other strategies to ensure you never run out of money in retirement. This customized report is designed specifically for you, and it won't cost you a nickel. 
but it's only limited for the first 10 callers on the show today. This is your chance. We usually charge $500 for this, but for the first 10 callers, it's completely complimentary. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your complimentary retirement income master plan at 888-6-GLOBAL. That's 888-645-6225. It never hurts to get a second opinion on your retirement plan. Call now at 888-6-GLOBAL or 888-645-6225. One in four people aged 65 years old will live beyond 90, and one in 10 will live past 95. So how will you make your money last in retirement? Coming up next, Grant and Andrew will reveal more surefire income strategies that will last as long as you do. You're listening to The Global Wealth Show on the Retirement News Network. <laughs> 